Hey everyone, this is JC. Before we kick off this week's episode of the podcast, I just want to take a minute to thank each and every one of you who have listened from the Discord server, from the subreddit, or from anywhere else you've been able to find our podcast. We are kicking off our official first season, and we really do appreciate every single listener that we have. Um, So we hope you guys stick around. We hope you guys keep listening. And we hope to have you on the podcast sometime. So thanks a lot, everyone. Let's, is, that a, uh, is that an intro? Let's go. Let's roll this dumb bitch. All right. Um, Freer, are you going to actually just just start? Just start, JC. Hey, we'll let Freer take over whenever he wants to take over. Oh, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. It's been a while. June 11th, to be exact, was the last time we uploaded an episode. So it's been a while, but that's because we haven't had anything to talk about. So... Um, I'm joined today by my usual guest, Chromatos, and by our kind of usual guest, Loxman, and a very special guest, who's also been here a time or two, Mr. Mm. Freer. Yeah, I believe he's got a new name on the sub. It's uh, the Doctor, Dr. Oh, Diddler. Dr. Diddler. <laughs> Dr. Diddler. Um, um, so Freer, Freer's been retired. Uh-huh. So let's go around. It's been a while, so let's kind of go around the table. And uh, how, how's how's life been treating you guys? Work. It's hot. It's hot as shit. Yeah, it's hot as shit. Uh, I'm buying a new graphics card soon, so that's nice. We already talked about that, though. Nice. I already bought a new graphics card. Yeah, but yours is inferior, so it doesn't matter. It's a 280 Ti. Okay, whatever. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> or a 2080. Excuse me. <laughs> Oh, well, then it is inferior. Well, Got checkmate. Um, so, uh, yeah, we, we didn't really have a whole lot to talk about the past couple of months. Um, offseason is boring. Uh, preseason is also boring, but it's a little more exciting than no football at all. Um, so let's fucking kick it off with, I guess, some of the biggest news as of late is Yannick Ngakwe. Um, he showed up, which everyone assumed he would by today, but without a new contract. So, so what do you guys think about that? I will stick to my guns and say the exact same thing I've been saying on the sub for the past week, two weeks, three weeks. I don't know how long it's been there. Um, our franchise cannot be this dumb to just let him walk. I can't. Imagine a situation in which the front office is just like, piss off Yannick, and we're going to let you go, or we're going to trade you at the end of the year. Um, I hope that's not the case, because he's probably my favorite player on the Jays currently still. Um, I mean, and he's just been like exactly what you want in a player that you draft, especially non-first-rounders. You want somebody that's going to come in, work their ass off, prove that they can get a second contract. This guy was a third-round pick, so he's always had a chip on his shoulder. I mean, he's the he. You've never heard like an anything bad about him. 
um, regarding off the field issues. He's always working consummate pro. Um, so I expect him to be a Jaguar with his second contract. And until my, the front office proves this otherwise, I'm going to keep believing that. Okay. So we'll let, we'll let Lau go ahead and be the pessimist here. Go ahead, man. No, I mean, it's, yeah, it's doom and gloom, but, and I would say the, the precedence for doom and gloom is Allen Robinson. Jan's a better player uh, than Allen Robinson is, I think, but it's not like they haven't been willing to let guys go in the past. I think we, we all definitely value Jan more than Allen Robinson, and there's no speculation on whether uh, Yannick wants to be here or not. He definitely wants to be here, and he wants to be a leader. Alan Robinson, you know, you never really knew. I don't think we all got that feeling. He was posing in a Bears cap before he signed with them. But uh, I think it does get done. Uh, I just think it's stupid to not get out ahead of it, and especially because you've got Jalen and then a couple other people coming up uh, down the road a little bit. So at this point, I know we've talked about it a lot. I, I think there's no reason you don't need another year to look at him. The only reason that, like he's going to do the same thing he's done the last 3 years. It's not his production isn't based off of Calais cuz he had a great rookie year too, like where he didn't have Calais. I think like I echo everything you said, he's done everything the right way. The only thing is th- there's no reason to take another year to look at him. The only message you could possibly be sending by making him wait another year is that, oh, hey, you might suffer a devastating injury this year, and then we wouldn't want to have you sign long-term. And that's just kind of a shitty message to send. But on the other hand, we've also seen it where the team has extended people in the middle of the season, players who were worth it at the time. So it's it's not as doom and gloomy as people make it out to be, I think. I mean, everyone's being a little facetious about it because I think most of us have varying opinions of the front office. But... I think the cause for concern is legitimate, but I also think your idea that there's no way it doesn't eventually get done in some form is the prevailing likelihood. Well, uh, I have a, a couple of points, uh, some of which have already kind of been iterated. One is that, yeah, they can't, they can always sign in the middle of the deal, so not getting it done now is not necessarily an awful thing. I mean, you had to hold out, but. We also have the most leverage in the middle of the season. And about that time, if you keep throwing money at them, they're more willing to listen around that point. Uh, two, uh, I think there's a, a small number of people on the subreddit specifically that would rather see him get paid than than us get a fair deal. You know what I mean? Not like... I mean, obviously, he did. We need to give him a lot of money, but there's there's also people that are thinking, well, we need to give him as much money as possible. Uh, and I think that it, it's important to make sure that they get a deal that works for both sides because we don't want to just give him a massive fucking contract, uh, regardless of how good he is. Because you're not talking about he, he's not he's he's really good, but he's not defensive player of the year good right now. Uh, and I don't remember what the other part of my what I was thinking about was, so I guess that's it. <laughs> I think you, I mean you bring up a good point. Like I think of him as like, I would say right on the edge of like elite pass rusher, 
but I don't think of him as a defensive player of the year type player. Um, so I think that's where a little bit, like we do see a little bit of disconnect there. Um, and again, we don't know what's going on in those negotiations and that he could be asking for Von Miller, Khalil Mack type numbers. Um, whereas we are looking for, um, you know, numbers that we just seen, um, God, I can't even think of the Seahawks guy that just got traded to the Frank Clark. Clark. Yeah. I mean, Frank Frank Clark Clark to Marcus Lawrence, you know? Um, so again, we don't know, but we'll see. I think that, uh, I think the here's the thing: the four of us, we all agree that he should be signed um, to a, a reasonable deal. I think our differences in the reasonable deal are not that far apart, and it might be the same for the Jags and Yannick. They just couldn't quite close that gap. Um, what I don't understand is all the people who are saying, "Oh, well, you got to let him go so you can keep these other role players who aren't as good," or people who think like, "Oh, he's only." His production's all because of Calais, or oh, Josh Allen can replace him. Like th- those arguments are just beyond stupid for a whole slew of reasons. But none of the four of us are really making those things. Yeah, we got JC. We've just like ignored you. Um, <laughs> I mean, I mean, really, I mean, all you guys pretty much covered it. I mean, I. I know a few months ago, we, we've talked about uh, Yannick so much on this podcast. Um, a few months ago, I said, I think it was Locksman. It, it may have been one of the uh, one of the times that you weren't here, Crom, but um, I remember specifically talking to Locksman about it. Um, but I said, we were talking about Yannick getting a deal done, and I said, I didn't think the front office was going to get a deal done this year. I thought they were going to wait until after this year and it was going to cause a rift between the two parties. And I think that's what's happening. Um, I think he deserves, I, th- I think he deserves contract. I want him, I want him to be in Jacksonville. Um, I think he wants to be in Jacksonville. I think he wants to be in Jacksonville long term. Um, which I, I think was the issue. Uh, obviously I, I don't know what they offered him, but, I'm assuming they probably offered him a good bit of money, um, but on a short deal. And I know that was the rumor, but, you know. Um, I think it's a... I think it's a bad look. It's 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 got to be a little unsettling for other players on the team to see a guy deserving of a contract not get a contract not get what he's what he's worth, what he should get, especially with not a guy get rewarded. Exactly, a, a guy like Jalen who's going to be coming up. You know, he's looking at this saying uh, they're not paying him, so are they going to pay me what what I deserve? You know, and so it, it's got to. You know, other players have to see this and say, wonder what's going to happen when they're up for for an extension or, or or for a new contract or something. You know, it's. Um, but uh, you know, of course, setting a bad precedent. Yeah, is what it, uh, that's what it not even not even just current Jaguars. It's other players, other people's agents, and potential free agents we might sign in the future. So right, just right. To take that one step further, but um, I, you're right. I, I said in the Discord a couple of days ago. Uh, I, I can't remember who it was. I was talking to about it, but I almost wonder if us landing Josh Allen didn't have didn't like. 
didn't put the front office like in a situation where they they said, you know what, we, we've we've got Josh Allen, so if 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 Yannick sits this year, like we're we're fine. We, we've we've got a replacement, and if he if he doesn't want to sign what we offer him, that's fine. We've got a replacement. Like uh, it, it's, it's speculation, but I, I almost wonder if if that wasn't the case. Like I don't know how much I buy that because like as 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 dumb and as senile as I think Tom Coughlin is, it's still Tom Coughlin, and he won Super Bowls off the back of having not just one or two good edge rushers, but a whole plethora of guys who could get after the quarterback. So if there's anyone who understands the value of that, it's them. And I mean, now, and even Dave Caldwell, like in all of these high draft picks that he's had, two of them have now been edge rushers. So I don't think, and like, you know, you not just Yannick, but you've had Dwayne Smoot uh, as guys who he's taken in the mid rounds for pass rushers. So I think they definitely understand the value of him. I just, it's beyond me uh, what they could be thinking as far as the delay in it, but I don't think it's a question of the scheme or Josh Allen being a replacement. I think that's a completely, I don't think that's what the FO is thinking at all. What it's, but, I mean, between the four of us, I think all of us, the only thing we disagree on is the level of urgency or panic that people should be having the the real issue uh is people who think that yannick is an easy loss or someone who should be let go in order to retain other people or the cap space yeah I, and I, those I, people are just fucking stupid i definitely i definitely agree um i i'm just i i don't i, I don't understand I, I don't get the argument that uh you, you know let's you know he he's he's easily replaceable or, or or what the fuck ever or we have Josh Allen so we don't need him or or you know I, it's it it's a dumb it's a dumb argument to think you know like hey we you know let's let's not uh, sign him a new contract like or that you're gonna like or what what I don't know what people think we're gonna do with that money or like oh we well, think of the other players and I'm like like who like I mean think of the children. Yeah, like the the children that the Jags are going to donate the money to. Children like like Marcel Darius, who's going to make twenty million a year. You'd rather <laughs> I legit, no, I legit have people who would think like, well, we sucked against the run before he got here, and Yannick is terrible against the run, so we need to keep Darius over Yannick. I mean, these are actual things that people say, and that's what. That, I mean, I admit I get fucking I get triggered over that kind of stuff. Uh, there are a lot of shitty opinions out there. That's for sure. Um, but I, I, and I just want to point out what, what I said a few minutes ago. Uh, I, I don't necessarily think that that's what the front office is thinking. I think that's more or less just uh, just uh, just a pessimism to the idea that that could happen. As I've I've had, <laughs> I don't know if you guys have realized, but over the last like two years, um, uh, admittedly so, I've I've done like a one eighty on this front office. Like two years ago, I was really supportive of the front office. And, uh, over the past two seasons, I've just done a complete 180. Um, and, and for that, I would like to apologize to some of you who I, you know, <laughs> engaged in arguments about how great our front office was. So, um, don't apologize. I was the same one. I'm not apologizing, but I mean, at the, as- time, at the time I believed our front office knew what they were doing. The most pessimistic of us all, just to play devil's advocate, the most pessimistic of us all, Vega even said it today, where he said, like, 
where he did say, look, this this all goes away tomorrow if they're having talks, ongoing talks, and they get something done. Uh-huh. And, you know, they've done midseason signings before. Fear, you're right. They could, I could give them. Yep. Yeah. Telvin Hearns, I think, was midseason. So they like mid. You're right. They they like they do like the midseason contracts of the, the, the last the last few years. Yeah, I I don't think it's a it's a I think it's a valid point that you know maybe they think they're going to get more leverage in the middle of the season or they want to let it play out halfway and see well, if they can bring it, them if down. If you decide you want to offer him a contract at like week four and he's got like two sacks and like one strip sack or something, you're like, oh, you're having a down year, Yannick. Well. We'll give you about the same deal we offered you, just because we're generous. And then well, that was kind of how he was the last year. He started off a little bit slow. Well, yeah, but you can use that to your advantage. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they're going to do that purposefully, but I think if the, if the situation arrives, they'll definitely make use of yeah. it. And I personally wouldn't do that, but I do think that you know, if if you're trying to explain why things have gone the way they've gone, I think that's a that's a valid potential explanation. I I don't like it, but you know what? You may be right about that. Well, it's, 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 the thing to keep in mind is that all of these uh, old asses, these uh, owners and, and these guys calling the shots, they're all fucking old businessmen. So, like, they're they're going to do, like, they're going to make, like, the best, like, business decision they can try to make while also hopefully attempting to win football games. So, if something like that comes up, like, I wouldn't be surprised at all if they're, like, Hey, you've got two sacks, so we're gonna we're gonna offer you this. So you know, this is this is what we think you're worth. Uh, See, they haven't seemed stingy in the past, though. Like when it's come to paying people, and that's why yeah. this is kind of out of left field. But I mean, yeah, it. And again, as as stingy and as old of a dude as Tom Coughlin is, like I said before, I, I would think that he would understand the value of a pass rusher like Yannick. As much as I dump on the dude, uh, you gotta. I don't think he's that senile. I think he still remembers how he won Super Bowl 07. I think there's an argument to be made about them rewarding players heavily and then getting burned, like uh, Julius Thomas, Alan Hearn. It's, it's looking like Telvin just because he's not playing this year and doesn't have the option to redeem himself after last year. So they've been giving players like good contracts, and every single time it just hasn't fucking panned out. Uh for whatever reason. I don't think they would, I wouldn't like, I don't regret that the Hearns contract. Cause it, I think that's the problem though, is that they tried to give Yannick a Hearns type contract where it wasn't that much guaranteed. I don't remember the guaranteed money on it, but it was done in, in two years flat. That's why you're able to cut him so easily. I think they wanted to go with something that gave the franchise that level of flexibility, and it that's resulted every contract, in though. That's all. Oh, contracts. oh, a hundred percent. And I, I like that they do that. They, you know, for the most part, balance them out pretty decently. But I think he wanted more guaranteed money, which could not fit into those, you know, first two years with just a little bit bleeding out there at the end. So, if if I had to guess, that's where the, the disagreement would be. And of course, that's you know tactically why that amount wasn't included in the leaked information on what the contract was but hopefully it gets done hopefully it gets done mid-season so you avoid even having to use the franchise tag everyone says it like oh it's an option but it's not a pretty option right players don't like playing wanted to say something there before i swerved in you swooped in man you swooped on on your girl how about it jc um no, I wasn't I wasn't saying anything. I was Yo, me I was and uh me and fucking around on my computer here. Before I forget, 
me and Lauman played. A, we were playing a game of Rocket League last night. Played against a guy's name was JC from Atlanta. That, yep, that's how weird was that. I'm not from Atlanta. Well, he was garbage. So, so. Oh, then yeah. it might have been me. <laughs> it definitely wasn't me. I'm fucking. I make pro plays in Rocket League. Oh yeah, dude. Just, this guy's an all star. <laughs> so, He's not. Um, final verdict on uh, on Yannick and Gakwe. Um, We'll go around. We'll start with Crom. Go to Lawman and go to Lawman. God damn it! I'm turning into Chromatos. Lawman twice. Um, call him Yeah, and call Chrome Dogman. Dogman. Yeah. Let's just call me Dogman um, the rest of the. Let's just go around the horn. Uh, does a deal get dur- Does a deal get done uh, during the season? What do you think? I don't see a reason it shouldn't. So I'm going to say 98.44 percent yes. I fucking hope so. I'm more sixty forty on that. Uh, Freer, what do you think? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I think it'll get done because Tom, like you said, Tom Coughlin's philosophy is building in the trenches, and believe it or not, edge rushers are the cherry on the defensive line trench cake. So I would think it's either a priority or they, there's something about him that just they don't want, which is probably a bad a bad thing uh, to be thinking about. So I'm going to assume they're going to get it done. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Well, let's move on to our next um, our next favorite Jaguar, uh, Jalen Ramsey. Um, uh, there was some uh, pretty big Jalen news. Um, to too like, much of it. Um, well, actually, first, let's start off with the uh, with the Brinks truck, the money truck. What do you guys think of that? He's a fucking stud. That's it. We're, I mean, I, <laughs> we don't we don't need to go much past this. This guy is he's awesome. He's awesome up the field. He does everything we want. I think he's that. I, I, I loved it because it pissed off like the NFL sub too, um, which really really gets me going. Um, I just think. He's, he's, awesome. not even really, he's not even really like a heel, though. Like, he doesn't just do shit just to, like, be evil or whatever. I will say that, like, I think, you know, in the the Brinks truck, I thought that was, like, you know, whatever. It wasn't the funniest thing I've seen, but I liked it. I enjoyed it. I liked the the style of it. Um, I think it would have been better if it wasn't raining, but what are you going to do? But well, the, the thing I really liked was in the press conference afterwards where the dude asked him some dumbass question, like, oh, what? Is this like I was about what was the, the significance the of the eight, the yeah, eight yeah. master locks or whatever that line from Haha Davis? And I'm and he's like he's like why are you reaching, man? And I'm like God, like some of our reporters there are just are freaking cringy as hell, man. Like uh, I will crap. say, I will say, I, I was disappointed in one thing with the Brinks truck. Um, I thought when he like came out of the back, like he 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 could he could have put on a little bit more show instead of just like. Sl- like more slowly, flyer. slowly stepping out of it. Yeah, he didn't really match. He didn't match Haha's <laughs> like yeah. energy level. I think. Yeah, like, right, right. There but was... it was raining, man. Maybe he didn't want to slip and like bust open his freaking ankle or something. <laughs> yeah. You know, like so. Exactly. I was like, I was watching the video, and I'm like, okay, all right. He, he's gonna. There's gonna be like an explosion, like fireworks. He's gonna like jump out, like. And then he How just. Pissed do you think Tom Coughlin was? Oh, dude, he was smoking, dude. He, his, <laughs> you know, yeah, hundred percent. It was like it was probably most red face, like Coughlin you can imagine. 
had were there dudes on the Giants who ever did anything like that? I mean, like you know, other than Odell, but I think that was kind of towards the end of his time there. Like did Jeremy Shockey or anybody ever do anything like that? Plaxico, Plaxico, yeah, yeah, he did. He did shoot that's because he's a dumbass. That's not because he's trying to be a showman wasn't, or anything. Uh, wasn't Tiki Barber a little bit of a, mm. a little bit of a? Uh, uh, yeah. uh, what about JPP? Was he uh, was uh, was he around? No. no, he's also a dumbass. He was. The, I mean, he yeah, was there, so, but he I don't think there. he meant to blow his hands off. Just like, haha, take that, Coughlin. He was in Tampa when he did that, though, wasn't he? Or he just signed there? No, that was in that was in uh, the Giants. They played oh, him okay. next year, and then they I, traded him. I think you might be right about about Tiki, but. We like to dump on Coughlin, but I don't know if he was actually that pissed about it. I mean, of course, he's just like you know, as annoyed as anyone like that. I think who's playing, like that is, but I think he was playing with a Newton cradle in his office. <laughs> <laughs> Sir Jalen just showed up in a brain truck. Ah, yeah, that's fine. Close the door. Leave me into my Newton balls. <laughs> and for what it's worth, like Doug Marone even said that, like he's like, oh, dude, that was awesome or something. I can't remember. Pretty- like he laughed about it. Well, like God. one, I, I will say really quick, like Marone. Like, he seems like such a hard-ass, but he's a fucking bro sometimes. Dude, he you know? is. I like, love the guy. Like, he goes on part of my take. You know, he bullshits around. Like, he's he's a legit, like, awesome, like, well, we'll see. We'll see how his yeah. coaching goes this year, but, man. He's not shitting on the guys for a whole, like, yeah. he gets it. Like, I mean, he's totally supportive of Yannick. Like, yeah, yeah, I remember he said something like, yeah, we're excited to get this done. Like, shit like that. Like, he's got, a, he, he feel, it feels like he's got his players back. If you're in the school of thought where, like, you know, there's maybe, like, if you have a top five coach or a bottom five coach, that makes a huge difference. But everyone in between is kind of whatever, kind of washes out. I think Marone's in there somewhere, and given his personality, I'm pretty happy to have him. A, a lot of people don't like Doug Marone. Uh, I think a lot of that made just... Rose it. <laughs> That's my guy. Oh, oh, I think a lot of people don't like our offensive oh, coordinator. Our well, I have a video playing out. right now. Time Jesus here, Christ. You know, that I, I hate, add- dude. I hate embedded videos that just start playing. Like, like you you open a web page. Oh, it's the worst. And you're no, sitting funny. there reading, Cough, and, and it's like really delayed. But yeah, hold up. This 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 spicy take on the NFL subreddit that I just popped oh, upon. Oh Jesus! Pop, pop, popular un- opinion. Well, you know what? I'll say I'll save this for the end. I'll save this for the end okay. when our we're going on. Yeah, read read it read it on. Yeah, okay. I'll save it. Um, no, no, we'll save it in the end. So Doug Marone, um, uh, a, a lot of people don't like him. Uh, it, it may have to be, Bills fans, but, but <laughs> um, well, we don't fucking like them. So yeah, nobody likes them. Not I, even, not even. Other and guess fans. what? The landing's getting demolished, so they don't even have anywhere to take over in Jacksonville anymore. <laughs> lot J. They also have the <laughs> oldest, ugliest stadium in, stadium in the NFL since the Coliseum's not going to be uh, hosting the Raiders anymore. So, yeah, I didn't know how much I hated the Bills, but now that I know that I do, I I freaking I'm gonna tune in to watch Tom Brady just eviscerate them and those random nobodies that they think are gonna make a difference in their offense. Dude, we should really get the um the Bills sub, like one of their mods to come on the podcast and talk shit. I wonder if they're none of them are from Buffalo too. I was thinking about if we're doing like a weekly thing, pulling a mod from like whoever we play that upcoming week. Um, just have them pop on for 20-30 minutes just to bullshit um, but the that's guy, something we'll figure out later the, the guy yeah from, but then you're going to get to like Tennessee it's like oh hey how you doing uh, I like the tie okay yes yes Doug Marone um, 
JC desperately trying to keep this shit on the rails. <laughs> Doug Marone. Uh, a lot of people don't like him, but I, I think it's obvious that he has more can like. Uh, uh, he we're we're in a better we're we're better off than we were with Gus Bradley. That's um, for damn sure. Um, so that's not, that's not hard hard bar to pass. Though. It it's not, but I, I just think you know he he has. I think he he has a lot more respect uh, from this team than Gus Bradley ever did uh, with this team. So I think I Doug Rowe might be more of a players coach than, or as much of a players coach as freaking Gus Bradley was. Yeah, I, I know this is going to sound like it comes from a place of like hatred, but I don't think Gus Bradley is as good a coach as people think he is because the Chargers defense has this really awful quality to it, where whenever they're in high stakes situations where they need their defense to hold. Every single time they fail, they just they they can't like they'll be playing great the whole game and then like into the game they need like one four third down stop and then they just fucking flummox it every single time. Flummox it, I love it. They did it against the uh, the Patriots too, and it's like it, this has been indicative of their defense since he took over. I don't think we really missed a beat since we lost Gus Bradley, anyways, and no one really thinks that Todd Wash is some mastermind unless. You know, I don't know, and it, so even, certainly is not. Yeah, so even if like, even if it was, even if they didn't do that, if they didn't choke in Los Angeles for the Chargers, I think they just have so much damn talent on that defense too that I could freaking walk in there and be like, yeah, you guys just do whatever you normally do, and they'd win games. Which is basically how I do my job right now. So, <laughs> well, nobody asked me my opinion on Jalen's antics. Well, what do you what do you think of the Brinks truck fear? I was basically the same boat as you, but I feel like, um, in a way, and I don't know if this is this will continue, but I feel like he's trying a little too hard to be like prime time because they're they're like good friends now, and I know he's trying to keep up that swagger, but I I don't know. It seems like he's trying to copy that energy, and I don't know if that's—I don't know if you can do that. It, it kind of comes off to me as like a nod nah, dog, just find your own identity. Because like he—he he stopped all the trash talking, evidently this year. Like he said, he got humbled and all that. But like, I don't—I don't know. It, it, it's kind of hard to balance the uh, "I'm humbled" and also "What up? It's J Ram, bitches." Yeah, he doesn't really like dress as flashy and he doesn't like you know he's not no, rick flair yeah exactly so i i think he is kind of got his own little flavor to it but i also i do agree with you where i could see just the natural connections have i don't think ever, he's trying but have you ever seen that youtube video that came out after like 2017 where they're like is is jalen gay or am i just overreacting yeah so that was a big twitter thing that blew up and it was dumb as hell it was on NFL subreddit a while back ago. Yeah, uh, yeah you, you, you'll still see it around. If you if you look at Jalen Threads, you'll you'll still see it. If you ever go on Facebook, you'll see it. Let's it'll actually be the first thing you see by any opposing fan. Um, Jalen's antics. Um, speaking of Jalen's Jalen's antics, I wouldn't really call it an antic, but uh, Jalen being Jalen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he was on Bussin' with the Boys podcast with um, uh, Taylor Lewan. Uh, That's suspended Taylor Lewan to you. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Mr. Suspended Taylor Lewan and Will That's Compton. mouth breather Taylor Lewan. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, everybody knows that, that, that Jalen 
grew up in Nashville, and he goes to Nashville every year to train. His family lives in Nashville. Uh, he grew up a Titans fan. None of this is a secret to uh, any Jaguars fan who's ever paid attention to anything regarding Jalen Ramsey, right? So, um, so yeah, he was on this podcast. Uh, they asked him like, "Hey, where would you? Where, where were some ideal spots to play?" And he said, "I like Vegas. They don't have any state income taxes, and Nashville doesn't either." Um, Nashville's a state now, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's a state of mind. <laughs> um. So, uh, uh, and naturally. Naturally, that uh, pushed a lot of buttons on a lot of people, um, and, and a lot of people they, you know, they kind of know, you know, it's it, it is what it is. Including um, drooling idiot Titans fans. Who- you know what? You know what? You know why it would be he'd like to play in Nashville because he just bought like a house there. It's yeah. his freaking home. And yeah, he's like he lives there. Probably raise his damn kid there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Listen, not his dad's there. His family's still there. His dad runs his little training thing. Right doesn't mean he wants. To, it's like he said Nashville, not the Titans. So, yeah. um, and, you gotta, and he also said like, I mean, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm, now I'm going off. Well, no, no, no. I mean, I just think uh, it, it 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 shouldn't come to us as a surprise to anyone. Um, Jalen isn't a lifelong Jaguars fan. Like players don't like come into the league you know, with the idea like, Hey, I'm going to go play for the team that I want to play for, for my entire career, you know? So it's like, if players don't play for one team and and, I mean, if these guys, they grow up, Jalen's still young. So like he comes out of college and he's like, yeah, you know, you're going to go play for, for whoever drafts you. But like MJD was an Oakland fan for, his whole life, including when he was on the Jags. So, yeah, I mean, it's not like Jalen doesn't have any ties to Jacksonville other than being drafted by the Jaguars. So, uh, I, you know, I don't see how he, why he'd go out of his way to to make sure he stays a Jaguar for life or or anything. Like, I, I just, I'm a little, I, I'm annoyed by the people who just assume. Uh, you know, he just wants to play for the Jaguars forever or, or what the fuck ever. You know, like. I'm annoyed by the people who think he wants to play for the Titans like that badly. Like he's just yeah, he's just secretly going out and like sending coded messages like please rescue me from this team. Uh, what did, well, no. well, yeah, what did I say at the freaking earlier? It was like okay, he, he, the my favorite part about the drink drinks truck thing is he called out that reporter for reading too much into stuff. Like Nashville's his home, of course. I'm sure he'd love to play there, but he also said during that interview, hey, I he. Asked the Jaguars to sign him to a long-term deal based on those trade rumors. He said, "Like, well, if y'all are for real, sign me to a long-term deal." So he's not he trying to also knowing that they weren't going to start contract negotiations. All no, of course not. But it's it's like people are saying, like, "Oh, he 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 must hate Jacksonville. He must hate being the no." The dude want we've this has been talked about ad nauseum, and anyone who is not a freaking idiot. You know knows why? That it's the same thing will happen to every single good player, including unique. It's like Jaguars get good player. How can we make it so this player plays literally anywhere else? Because we don't want to cover Jacksonville. Every time we have to say that name, it's like you've lost the interest of 31 other fan bases, and now you have to pander to the smallest market and fuck them. So, 
Yeah, but you know who doesn't feel that way is Jalen freaking Ramsey. Dude wants to get paid, and he wants to win. It's pretty damn simple. Yeah. So just free, and you know what? If there's a little bonus on top of that, he he'd like to play with some of his boys. Who who doesn't want that? Who wouldn't want that? If you say like, oh no, I'm just gonna be, you know, insanely loyal to a franchise and take hometown discount, like. I don't, I don't know what people expect, and just like how he called out a reporter, he's like, people read too much into shit. Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty simple concept. Um, people who play professional uh, sports, um, uh, they, you know, they want to play for the team who's going to pay them the most money. Uh, they want to play for the team that has you know, a better chance of winning a championship. They want to play for a team that they're actually a fan of and, you know, play with some of their boys. So, like, you know, uh, just, uh, who the fuck knows where he's going to play? I'd, I'd love for him to be here. Uh, I'd love for him to be a lifetime Jag. But you just can't expect a player to just play for your team for his entire career. Uh, it's, uh, it, I, I don't know. I, it, people... I just don't think that's too wild of, of a concept to like for people to realize. Here's the other thing uh, that the Jaguars actually made clear to him, and it's a uh, completely logical and fair point. Uh, they have him for the next two years. They're, they're not in any rush to sign him right now because we're going to have a lot more draft space in two years or a cap space in two years anyhow. And it, it's honestly, it's not like there's going to be like a, an influx of corners getting massive deals at that point point so we have him for the next two years he's under contract and he, he can't he basically can't go anywhere and we have more important issues right now cough cough unique so yeah he's, he's not an issue at all and i think it's just the you know if they the contract for jalen has nothing to do with the fact that he plays in jacksonville or that he wants to freaking play in tennessee He's gonna get. He'll get his. He's gonna get paid. It is frustrating, and I do expect a whole lot of drama with that too. But I don't know. It, it, if there's drama with it, it's because of the Jaguars and the offer that they make. It has nothing to do with him enjoying Tennessee or him being boys with Derwin James and out there, or whatever the hell. Yeah, it's crazy how many plays, how many teams he's gonna play for next year. Like, yeah, apparently it's gonna be the Chargers. It's gonna be the freaking Titans. Who, who else? Like, he's gonna have like a rainbow uniform of every yeah. team, and they'll just like fly him in between yeah. games. Yeah, sorry to break it to you, Titans fans. If you think this is the first time he's you know ever palled around with people on another team, you you haven't been paying attention. So I'll probably because they don't watch the probably because they don't watch the Pro Bowl interviews because they don't have any Pro Bowlers, but. So all the stars are gathering in Houston, huh? I I emoji. Hmm. Wait a minute, that's not where the Titans play. He's not that good of friends with Aaron Colvin and Tayshawn Gibson. I get God, that's really where our DBs go to die, isn't it? So maybe he will play <laughs> at Houston once he's like thirty-five years old. We took their good ones, and they took but you our. Know what the best part two. was about that is that we were like, listen, Colvin was a good slot corner. But if you try to out, start him outside, you can have a bad. Time. Yeah, he's a good slot corner, but he's still a slot corner. Like their overwhelming reaction was, "No, nah, you guys are stupid. You don't know what you're talking about." Well, yeah, exactly. Right outside, and then he, he was fucking. He didn't even play in their playoff game because they just didn't yeah. want him out there. Also, Houston, not apparently a good place to be if you want to get your contract deal done. If you're a good player for a franchise, also, if, no, they don't have a general manager, so yeah. Our and answer. that they're they're second, <laughs> they're second round GM. Pick is, 
but they have no GM. Their their coach is still Bill O'Brien, which people still have to trick themselves into thinking is a is a brilliant dude. Their second round pick is held out from practice right now. It's probably nothing, but whatever. We're dumping on him right now, so fuck it. Their first round pick was like some nobody tackle who Yannick is hopefully going to be schooling for the uh, next five that's years. Not, that, that's that's over, that's underselling it. He was the he's some nobody tackle that was their second choice because the Eagles basically dad dicked them and traded right in front of them to grab who they yeah. wanted. People want to talk about how nobody knows who Quincy Williams is. What the, what about this dude? I don't even remember. What kind of straws do people have to grasp to freaking like? Yeah, exactly. See, no one remembers him. I remember Jonah Williams like. R.I.P. to him. Sorry about the shoulder, bro. And freaking Jawan Taylor and Dillard or whoever the hell else. But who the hell? While we're at it, you guys want anything to say about the Colts? Uh, Andrew Luck's calf is apparently broken, so that's cool. Uh, I do that. I, it's Andrew Luck, man. He's always fucked up somehow. It doesn't matter because we he couldn't even put up a single point on us last year. So they have I a think- good defense, and people like. Mainly Colts fans have been jerking themselves off. Like, no, 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 the defense is going to be pretty good. Like, ah, no, 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 they're going to be okay. They're, 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 they're putting together something, but yeah, it's a lot of questions about the, the DBs back. There. Like, I don't know if, you know, I don't know. They, they, they have some nice little guys that they picked up there. I still think they, 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 they've got the best chance to win the division, but I'm not worried about playing them. I'm still more worried about beating the Titans than I am about beating the Colts. We we beat the Colts with fucking Cody Kessler. Give me a fucking break, dude. I hope you leave all this like shitting on our divisional rivals in there. Like it's off topic. Yeah, this is a great segment. Honestly, we could have done this before we got news too. We do this every week. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely leaving all this. I don't plan on the the divisional guys. And and you know, and you know what? Hey, yeah, fuck the Bills too, man. Yeah, fuck the Bills. I like that they have a bunch of they they have a bunch of like role-playing pieces all over the defense. And they did all right statistically, but they're not scaring anybody. And they're expecting Josh Allen to go from, like, 52% completion percentage and, like, a ridiculous interception percentage to just, oh, yeah, he's going to transform into this great quarterback, franchise guy, overnight because... Well, because we said so, that's why. Shut up. Stop if there's, if there's anyone who can tell you about fucking quarterbacks with low completion percentages who can run... And how they it's turn the out. It's it's for it's Jaguars <laughs> fans too. But yeah, there you go. Uh, don't forget, but, uh, don't forget that Josh Allen made Jalen Ramsey eat shit last year. <laughs> those, yeah. those. I oh, swear yeah. to God, I don't, I don't mind. One hundred twenty-one passing yards, baby. <laughs> I don't mind people in our fan Woo! base uh, gassing up Chris Conley and DJ Shark uh, because they made a few nice catches in training camp. Because if you look at like the Bills Mafia right now and how bad they're trying to convince themselves <laughs> that Cole Beasley and John Brown and, and Zach Preston or Zach, whoever Yay! the hell his name is, Zach Brown Band is a legit receiving core, that's that's gassing up your guys. We're miles ahead of them, and we, we're like still at the back of the race. Yeah. I do, I do like Ed Oliver, though, so I'll watch him a little bit. Yeah, but he doesn't play offense, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, can they cut TJ Yeldon so we can re-sign him? I still don't know what the <laughs> fuck happened there, man. Like, I think if, if he had a problem playing here, he's going to really hate it in Buffalo. It's always it's, colder, and they're they're going to suck. They're going to be out of the playoffs by uh, fucking August. August yeah. August. Okay. Um, that was a nice segment. <laughs> that, was, that was fun. I enjoyed it. That was a good segment. Um, yeah. So Let's before, do it again. Before we move on to our next segment, um, Chromatos, uh, do you have anything you'd like to say about Jalen? 
Um, I'm pretty sure we just skipped all over you. No, nah, it's fine. You guys pretty much hit the thing that I was just going to, like, when he said, you know, you know, he does currently reside in Florida because that is the team that he currently plays for. Uh, you know, he just said that if he were to leave Jacksonville, the thought process is Nevada, Tennessee, no state income tax. That's it. Like, he's just Jalen being Jalen. You know, he's stirring up the fans. He's been doing this shit, what, three years now, four years now? It's nothing. It's no news to me. I, I again, hitting back on that Jan thing, our front office cannot be this fucking stupid to let our best players that we have drafted in the past five years walk. We just can't. There's just there's no way. Worst case scenario are we tank this year, front office is gone, new front office comes in, signs them. We're laughing about this. I that's add- that's mine. My point. One thing regarding stirring up the fans, it's that um, uh, we have a like a, a ridiculous amount of people who come into the threads and just like they, they just they're looking for something shitty to say about the Jags. Like I get we do bad things, but on the other hand, uh, there's there's like a, a stupid amount of negativity to the point where it's unwarranted at this point. Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So the next thing I really had on the list here, outside of you know Jan Jalen shit, uh, injuries to Quincy Williams, Josh Oliver, kind of really sucks. Um, they're our third round picks, so that's probably going to be our best players from this draft. Um, <laughs> Josh Oliver, I was I was hoping for something from him. I was getting excited for Quincy, oh, man, dude. It sounded like, oh, yeah. I mean, other than him getting absolutely tattooed by RB1 Raquel Armstead, but uh, other than him getting his helmet oh, knocked yeah. off. When, when he got injured, the funny thing is Bleacher Report, I, I guess they didn't have any other pictures of him, so they just had a picture of him getting blasted by Armstead as their only picture of Quincy Williams. Yeah, but now Armstead's hurt, too. Every, all of our rookies are hurt, but honestly, I'm not. I think they're all going to come back. I think our Linebackers yeah, we haven't torn any ACLs yet, so that's nice. Yeah, well, it's, it's, I mean, it's camp shit. Um, I swear to God, dude, if somebody tears an ACL for air, you're going to have to make another <laughs> well, alt. That, that one guy, like, the, uh, like our like fifth string, um, like our fifth string linebacker, linebacker. whatever the fuck uh, is James Anawalu. Yeah, he... Dude, uh, they, they blew that. Was, was he, like, a... A notable dude or something because they blew no that idea. shit up today. I was like, "Why are we all?" I'm like, "Did we draft no him? Like, was that. I that drunk uh, by I, the seventh round?" Dude, I don't know. Um, I've never even heard of him. I, I don't. I don't think, uh, re- regardless of the extent of his injury, which is terrible for anyone. Yeah, but uh, I don't think the dude is going to see any significant playing time. Uh, regardless. Um, yeah. I hope he I hope he heals up and uh, can get back out there eventually. But uh, yeah, it, it blew the fuck up to to be some yeah. random dude. The overall conversation, though, I get why people are concerned about linebacker depth, but at the same time, it's like they're freaking linebackers. I mean, oh yeah, like, dude. I mean, so if Telvin if if Telvin was still here, so and we had Telvin and Miles. And uh, and and uh, who, who's uh, uh, Quincy Williams didn't get injured, yeah. and then this guy got injured. Like nobody would say anything. But well, it, no, 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 because Quincy Williams plays weak side. Our strong side was um, 
Leon Jacobs. Yeah, Leon right, Jacobs. right, right, right. Which right, is exactly Jacobs. that's exactly my point. No one gives a damn about Leon Jacobs. So, like, I mean, I'm gonna be like, when he played last year, he was pretty good. As, yeah. as far as my estimation goes, he just didn't play very much because we don't use the strong side linebacker. Exactly. That, exactly. No one, no one plays a freaking. No one plays a fourth. Most teams, I think, was like two years ago was the first year where we overtook teams that play in the nickel as their base more than like with three linebackers on the field. Mm. So. I mean, it just doesn't happen. The only time people play with three linebackers is when they're playing the Jaguars because for some reason we play <laughs> with a fullback and a tight and a, two blocking tight ends and expect them not to load the box up. So Oh, and whenever Fournette's in, like we we know he can catch, like on a, at least average with every other running back in the league. We just don't do it because Yeah. Question mark? Uh, this will be a rare defending Bortles for, moment for me, but I mean the whole thing where people are like, Oh, well now that they have Nick Foles. Fournette's not going to see it in the box. Like it doesn't matter that it was Blake Bortles. It could have been Nathan Peterman or it could have been Tom Brady. If you put a fullback and two tight ends and and Leonard Fournette comes in, you're they still running the ball. Like they have unfucked that this year. Somehow they realize, like, huh? Isn't it weird uh, how every time that we send Fournette in and like he doesn't block yeah. and we don't make him catch the ball, they yeah. just stack the box. Well, it's yeah. like when you, it's not just sending Fournette and it's you send in Fournette. And you do kind of telegraph it because the only time you throw the ball or use the guy out you're running back on a, for pass block is when Yeldon's in because he is pretty good at those things. But like when you send in Fournette to the huddle and you send in Tommy Bohannon and you send in O'Shaughnessy and you send in Ernest Wilford, it's pretty clear that they're running. They're they're going to run the freaking ball. It doesn't have the damn thing to do with who the quarterback is. So yeah, that's that's not at all. It, it's I think that's going to change a little bit this year. You can tell just by the personnel that we have. It's going to change. Oh, so hopefully, in, in training camp too, they're making an effort to actually give Fournette the ball in ways yeah. that aren't just up the middle. Yeah, I still, I'm still skeptical about how involved he's going to be in the passing game or how involved he's going to be in general because it is John D. Filippo who didn't who got fired for not running the ball in Minnesota. But I, I do think that you know it's it's clearly a different offense, which well, is like, and it's in a positive way. If we wanted to really like fuck with the Chiefs. First thing you would do is just keep funneling Fournette the ball, but in the passing game, because they're not gonna expect it, and they're not gonna know what to fucking do about it for like at least the first half. Uh, so the the injuries suck, but um, those things happen every preseason. Every team is is getting injured in the preseason. It uh, I hate it. Yeah. I hate preseason. Um, all preseason is good for is letting me look at guys who aren't gonna play this year and injuries. So. That's pretty much it. Um, You're not least, excited to see Gardner Minshew? Uh, actually, I'm very excited. I'm going to watch like all of throw like, to Tyree Brady the one quarter that he plays and throws to another guy who's not going to see the field. So I saw someone say on on uh, Twitter today uh, a good point that like you know we're we're still up in the air on whether Gardner Minshew's actually good or not. I, I should say like backup quality good. Um, I've I have my skeptical thoughts about it because of the type of offense he came from, but Maybe better than Tanner Lee, we can just stick him on the practice squad. I highly doubt somebody's gonna like swoop well, him up. Well, that's what I'm getting to. Like, I think that it would be nice to see in these preseason games that don't matter, Gardner Minshew get more than one quarter. See if he gets like like two quarters, like all the way into the fourth, and then you can throw in Alex Magugu and fucking the Make a Wish draft pick Tanner Lee and let them. You know, clean up with the Scotty McGee's of the world. So, but you know, give us, give us, give us like a legitimate like two and a half quarters to watch Gardner Minshew. You know, throw it around and see what we got there. I don't think he'd mind. Um, so let's talk about preseason games. 
Uh, well, actually, <laughs> well, first, Dude, I'll fire it up. First, I guess um, let, let's touch on the joint practices first um, with Baltimore, and then we'll we'll lead into the first preseason game, which is coming up in just a couple days, mind you. But um, um, what have you guys been seeing out of joint practices? What are your, what are your seeing Jimmy Smith getting cooked, dude? He has Chris Conley, wide receiver one, baby. Is it is it because Chris Conley's um, a lot better than we expected, or because Jimmy Smith is worse than we I don't thought? think Chris Conley's that good. It's <laughs> just Jimmy Smith, and that's one of the things he does. And then Chris yeah. Conley's making a fool out of him just because. I still think Jimmy Smith's probably going to be a pretty decent corner, but I mean, it yeah. is funny to see him get. Cut. But also, it is Jimmy Smith. He's like forty-two years old, so maybe he just doesn't give a fuck anymore about these training camps, and he's just going to go into the season and go back to being a pretty good player. He's just playing at fifty percent right now because he freaking has to go and take care of his grandkids or something every night. Something I think people are forgetting about training camp and. Um one of the things that Ravens fans are getting a little bit too rabid about, and I do love Ravens fans, you know, unironically, they're all right, but, I mean, on Yeah, unless it's Steve Smith versus Jalen Ramsey. They are getting fucking rabid about Lamar Jackson. Like, oh, shit, he hit so many passes in seven on seven. It's like, listen, they're not playing full contact. They're not running any kind of, any kind of um, complex maneuvers. So they're not, like, moving a bunch of guys at the line to screw with Lamar Jackson. The corners are barely playing because they don't have to. Yeah, you're you're running super basic defenses, and it's it's more just like a proof of concept. Yeah. And getting Boye and uh, Boye and Hayden aren't even playing right now. It's just Jalen, and then they they got they got Breon Borders and uh, and some other dude and a uh, freaking. I mean, it goes uh, for both Quentin offenses. Yeah. No, you're absolutely yeah, you're absolutely right. Like pitiful efforts too, but yeah. like. I think the the Lamar Jackson hype train is getting a little bit too off the rails. Considering this isn't this isn't even a preseason game. This is a joint practice before a preseason game, in yeah. which he's probably not even going to play. So, you know, I I still think he's going to suck during the season. I will say, if it was like, I think we'd be doing the same thing if we had drafted Dwayne Haskins and we'd be just gassing him up the whole time. If he was if he was making like. A simple out route oh, yeah, or something. Probably. You can't help yeah. it, but like at the back of your mind, and the same way I'm thinking about with Foles is that we're playing like basically yeah. two hand touch. But with Foles, you know, you have an expectation that Foles was going to go out there. He's going to be a professional. He's going to do this. You already know he can make these throws. You're not surprised when he makes those throws. So that's one advantage of having brought him in here is that this is all you. You can have a level of expectations with him because you've been watching the dude for so long with. Lamar Jackson and Dwayne Haskins and Josh Allen and whoever the hell, yeah, it's different. I, I think a lot of uh, I think a lot of that is uh, probably has to do with the fact that they've been watching Joe Flacco for the last decade. Um, yeah, and, and and despite uh, despite Flacco's success that he did have um, with the Super Bowl, and uh, you know, um, I think they were just tired of Joe Flacco. Yep. Um, that's that's another good candidate for uh, for delusional fans. It's been a low key is people who Broncos fans who actually think Joe Flacco is going to take them anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I, makes me excited for week four this year. <laughs> oh, that's, you don't understand. There's delusional Broncos fans that think Joe Flacco is going to lead them to the promised land, and then on top of that, there's like a, a subset who think, no, nah, Joe Flacco is not that good. But let me tell you about our boy who we drafted. <laughs> what like? fucking second round or whatever 
He's gonna lead us to the promised land. Oh, Drew Lock. Drew Lock looked like shit, didn't he? Oh yeah, he did. I I I came into like the off season not really. I mean, looking at some of the quarterbacks, and I, you know, I thought he's. To be fair, in the second round, I I think that's a totally fair spot for him, you know. But yeah. I I wouldn't mind if anyone gets a guy with that much potential the there. The worst part is I only saw like five minutes of the Hall of Fame game because I had to check it during my break. But like, all I saw was him like. He made a throw, and it seemed like it was the wide receiver's fault. And I was like, "Okay, yeah, maybe, maybe he's got, maybe he's got some juice." And then I watched all of his plays later, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's awful!" Yeah, he's, it's he's just throwing into the fucking nowhere zone. Yeah, and it's like, okay, well, the Broncos fans that are that are still talking him up after this, you just go, okay, this, you just you're you're in a year like the mid between year, uh, between drafting quarterbacks, so just live it up while you can because this is a. Uh, this is Hackenberg 2.0. You got you. <laughs> um. So uh, preseason game. Um. Who do you think is going to play? How much do you think they're going to play? And um. You think we're going to see anything that we don't already expect? I don't think. I mean, I think maybe first team will play one series, and that's it. Um. I don't think. It's just not worth the risk of an injury. I, maybe even one series max of three runs up the middle, call it a day. That's at least what I'm hoping for. I I agree. I hope. I mean, I already well, said one, like I would. I'd two love runs to see up the middle on a bomb. Yeah, let's just see I, what happens. Give me one or two series with uh with Nick Foles and the starting receivers just to show a little, show off a little bit of the chemistry, get like a real game in, and then. I would like to see, you know, like I said, Gardner Minshew for a whole lot of time just to see what he can do. And, uh, you know, get, but get all the primary starters and everything. Look, the, the defensive veterans, the hell, even Josh Allen, like, I don't, I don't want to see them for more than a quarter. I don't even want to see them for a quarter. I don't, I want, if that, once that clock hits 10 o'clock, since it's 10 in the first quarter, I want them all out. Bubble wrap the shit out of them. I don't even think the ones are going to play. I think the first preseason game is specifically just for the backups, and the second game is when they start putting in the ones for, like, one series. I think this is going to be Minshew. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Alex McGough. The mustache. Yeah. Tanner Lee, for some reason. I think think that would make everyone pretty happy. I mean, this team is enough veterans. It's not like most years of the Jags. This team has enough veterans to where, even after a disappointing year last year, we know what these guys are. Getting the unnecessary no, in preseason. I do think some of the wide receivers, uh, the the starting wide receivers, should go out there just because none of them are really good enough to say that, like, oh, yeah, I got this. Yeah, but I think that that's more important if they do it with Nick Foles to build that chemistry and timing versus just individually by themselves. Maybe Shark, you know, and Tyree Brady, but yeah. You mean next OBJ? Yeah, yeah, of course. Dude, he's been getting rave reviews, man. I'm I'm ready to eat all the crow in the world if he Dude, proves me wrong. Being a hater. How much and crow is gonna fucking shit <laughs> down my throats. Like I am so sick. You he's call gonna make a second your player a bust. It's unreal. He's gonna, he's gonna make me eat Luna's dog shit the next time I'm in freaking his hometown. If if and you know what? Same thing with Leonard Fournette, man. I really hope these guys prove my hate and ass wrong. Don't worry. I, don't worry, dude. It's going to be served up. Chark improved a lot over the second half of the season. 
uh, I think he just he, he had some kind of mental hurdle to get over because he was fucking dropping. Well, he was injured fumbling. too. Yeah, but I mean, he became more reliable. He made a couple of good catches in the second half of the season, which was rare for everyone. So, well, at least we have a freaking all-pro gunner on the team. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. I really wish. I do wish, though, that uh, less of the rookies were hurt. Like, I wish Raquel Armstead was going to get some serious action. I wish Josh Oliver and uh, Quincy Williams were uh, were going to get in there a little bit more. Actually, a uh, low key uh, guy uh, is that I haven't heard too much about. But what I have heard has been positive is the seventh round uh, defensive tackle we got. I think it's Dontavious Russell or something like that, and. He's a seventh round guy. I don't know, but you know they got him for a reason. And this is Marcel Darius's last year, uh, ignoring the idiot fucking boomers who think that he's going to stick around over uh, Yannick and Gakwe, or that he should do that. Yeah, yeah we just um, restructured his con his contract so he can give him a fuck ton of money next year. Yeah, twenty million no goddamn dollars. Like, no oh, but you need to keep him. Just a bunch of stuff we're just going to give him. But I would like to. I would. I'm going to keep an eye out for him to see if he's, you know, doing stuff in the middle of the line, moving the trenches against a bunch of future accounts and shit like that. You know. I don't forget we do have. We still do have Avery Jones, and he was good enough to uh, dethrone what's his name that we had during the Gus Bradley year. He it was pretty good. Yeah, he was. He was. Uh, but I think that uh, because he's got. Well, he's got. He's a He has no dead money. He costs like six million or something like that next year. So I think he's a cap casualty candidate, especially if. Like I said, this guy can uh, can prove himself out there no, at that. I mean, uh, Avery Jones, uh, I forget his name, but like he played like. Oh, I know, I know the guy who got a freaking fork in the eye or whatever. Yeah, something like that. Not Terrence Knight, but was it Terrence Knight? No, no, it started with a D, I think. I don't remember. I'd have to look at the death chart. That's just not worth it. I don't think he's in the NFL anymore. This is just becoming a, a locks and fear podcast. We should just start our own. Yeah, well, Crom's not interesting, and JC doesn't have anything to say. Crom's playing Rocket League. JC is just trying to keep this shit on the rails. Uh, nah, yeah, I yeah. gave up like uh, forty-five minutes ago. So well, yeah, that's what you get for inviting us. Do you want to do the Mike Dempsey thing? Uh, yeah, let's do let's, it. Oh God, guys, yeah, so start us off, Locks. Tell, tell us what we're doing. Oh shit! So on Twitter today, Mike Dempsey, Tense uh, XL. Or no, was it Mike Dempsey? I don't know, whatever. 1010XL was like, all right, who do you think up to this point is the uh, most overrated Jaguar? A little bit of a of a, some hot fire from the uh, local news outlet. Yeah, don't don't know if that's what I want my local news outlet that, you know, covers these dudes to uh, be posting about or asking about on Twitter. But you know what? Fuck it, whatever. Well, how many times have we mentioned 1010XL on this podcast because they just say the most idiot? Well, we don't have anyone else other than the freaking... Times Union people with uh, we don't need to go into it, but like it was nice seeing Fred Taylor dunk on Fournette's dumbass. Yeah. Like he's yeah. the epitome of the freaking people that I hate, which is anyone who's over forty and has bad taste in my mind. Now, I will say this: every time I think of one of those like bad uh, reporters, I always think at least we don't have Manish Mehta of uh, the Jets. Oh yeah, I did straight garbage. Absolute worst yeah. reporter I've ever seen in my life. But by the same token, I I do think we're we're all hurting a little bit because we lost uh, Mike K still, and oh, uh, yeah. you know you know what I like to think that uh that Mike K still misses us a lot. I think he I think he cherishes his time here, but he's got his dream job, and I, I wouldn't 
I wouldn't make him come back because I yeah. feel like he's he's living it up, and I wouldn't take that away from him. It was a while ago, and I don't know how many people saw it, but uh, Daniel Popper's kind of good vibe message to Jacksonville. Like he's he's a New York dude. He's not from Jacksonville. He left to go cover the Chargers, but you know. I think his goodbye message was really genuine and earnest. Go Google that shit. It's not behind the paywall from The Athletic, uh, where he talked about the, the type of fans that Jacksonville has. And, I will you know, say, I was indifferent to him being here, and I was indifferent when he left, because I don't subscribe to The Athletic, especially not after that garbage article they posted a while back ago. That I've that one was saw. trash, but that wasn't the Jags guy that did it. That was some one of their few hires. Because that would be a conflict of interest. Yeah. I don't think he's dragging them out, but at the same time, the guys that they do hire, I think, are pretty good. So, regardless, I think that it, whether you read his stuff or not, his goodbye was really highlighted a lot of the unique things that that I thought weren't really unique. I thought they were just the shit that everyone says about their own fan bases, but I've lived in a lot of different places. I wish we uh, had enough good reporters that we could just safely never listen to Alfie again and just forget <laughs> he exists. Well, now they got another podcast, and uh, I was enjoying listening to that today. That's where I picked up my new mouth breather moniker, because Cap called that to some... I think he was calling the people who were uh, saying we don't need Yannick or something like that, uh, or who were like deliberately drawing this shit out mouth breathers, and uh, so I kind of picked that one up. Are you saying you heard the term mouth breather from him? I'm saying I heard the term mouth breather applied to those people. I've, I was in the army, dude. I've definitely heard of mouth breathers, I've literally. Okay, okay, good. Just making sure. I want your vocabulary to be sparse, you know? Yes. So, Loxman, uh, your Twitter question. Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry, <laughs> I was opening up a, another highlight. Um, so, for Twitter, uh, they said, who's the most overrated Jaguar? And, I don't know, I, I said, we're all going to say the, like, one of, like, two, maybe three options. So, I think it'd be interesting if we, uh, you know, kind of went off the wall and weren't allowed to pick the same one as everyone else. So... I guess, uh, are we going to do that? I'll start, and I'll pick one that, you know, maybe isn't super obvious. Yeah, that's fine with me. Just, we, to, just to make it easier for you guys. So we're doing but, o- uh, we're doing overrated or or both? Overrated, yeah. Oh, overrated, yeah. Okay. I don't know, like, well, it's preseason, dude. Everyone's going to say everyone's underrated, and we're the underdogs, and yeah, we're going right, to win everything. Yeah, right. Overrated makes um, sense. Uh, actually, can someone else go first? Because i got to actually think about this now. God damn it. See, I have a choice, <laughs> but I want to make sure it's not the one everyone else is picking. Well, if you pick it, then then we're just fucked. So well, I know. <laughs> everyone's gonna say Foles or Fournette. I think. Actually, Here we I go. Wasn't. I'll go. I'll go first. I will say the most overrated player. I think the way most of our fans actually rate him is probably Miles Jack. Um, Ooh, most spicy. people. Miles like, Jack slander on the timeline. So, so the, the thing is, I, he's not bad. He's not bad. He's played a fuckload of snaps. I think he was like almost didn't even miss many snaps last year. Um, but I do think we put him on a pedestal of like a notch under like Luke Keekley, Bobby Wagner, and I, I think he a lot of our candles. fans. I think he, a lot of our fans just put him up on a pedestal. You know he came uh, to the you know he came to the Jags bar in New York City and hung out with a bunch of Jags fans? Yes. I did a, not. He's such a cool uh, dude. He's a fucking great dude, so I will not tolerate this slut now. Nah, what's your <laughs> Um, I just, I, I just think like we put him on too much of like a like near near top five middle linebackers, and I just think he's yeah. an above average middle linebacker. Uh, I mean, he doesn't. I don't feel like he does anything that just separates him as an elite linebacker, but he's not 
absolute garbage. I hate um, this. Yeah, I hate so this. That's fe- why I see it. Yeah, I hate this kind of feeling where everyone thinks he's going to be the odd man out, no matter if it's realistic or not. Uh, of you know the future upcoming contracts, and I, I would absolutely love to keep him. I don't think he's going to ask for like C.J. Mosley money. I oh, would. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to do everything to keep him and have him be a jag for life. But I mean, we'll see how it shakes out. But if if there was a cap casualty in the future, I think that he would be the one that I would take the hardest, regardless of his play on the field. You know, I do think that he, yeah, he's not going to ask like a bunch of money because he kind of knows what he is, and he's not like all about the money, which is I, I don't know. I guess that's a nice quality to have as a team. Yeah. Uh, but I, it just depends on how high he values himself and how much we offer him. Because, I mean, let, let's be real here. If Quincy Williams does really well in the season, we're going to cut Telvin. We don't have owe him that much money. Oh, Telvin's gone regardless of Quincy, he, I think. He leaves, like, in the middle of the year like this. I, I don't think they're too intent on keeping him unless it's like, man, we need Telvin back. He is, no one he needs is. a weak side linebacker that badly. <laughs> Especially if Quincy's good, because if Quincy's good, we're paying dirt fucking cheap for a weak side linebacker. But yeah, he didn't have to be good. He's just got to be, you know, a starting level player. Uh, but yeah. Uh, also, I'd like to add to that uh, he sells candles. So what he lacks up lacks in skill, he makes up for in candle sense. Yeah, yeah get Agreed. the fuck out of here, Chrome. No, no miles. Uh, dude, I'm replying to this this genius in mod mail right now. <laughs> I posted I posted in Discord. He called me a virgin, so dude, I I, I already <laughs> this ride. I said this in the daily discussion thread, but I would pay money for a live stream feed or like a Twitter account that just posts automatically the <laughs> the mod mail you guys get. Like, and I know it's going to get spicier during the season, so I can't wait. Uh, I can't wait to actually have to do work on the subreddit. So <laughs> he's got yeah, that yeah. much to do. Must, must be nice. He's got a name that, that, like, I can imagine he's got one of those, like, gator chairs with, like, a, a beer koozie built in. <laughs> yeah. He sits on his, his back porch watching TV and drinking beer. Drinking, drinking, um, bush light. Anyhow. And, anyway, who's, who's, who's going to, if I still yeah. have a guy? Yeah, Locks or, uh, or, uh, Freer. Yeah, just excusing yourself. All right, I'll go next. I, I, I don't think anyone's going to see this one coming, so get on the edge of your seat. Uh, Marcel Darius. Oh, I think, interesting. I think he he is a good run stuffer, run stuffer, probably better than Avery Jones. But I think his value as a defensive tackle is a little overrated because people look at that name and they kind of think, like, man, I remember that year that he was like an all-pro or whatever, and they kind of just think about it in terms of that. When to us, he's more like he just soaks up the middle of the field. Uh, he's not really, he's not essential to the defense so much because I think even if, even if we were to revert on run defense, like eventually that that they're gonna start subbing in like Leon Jacobs or something to to help take care of that. So the defense is gonna switch up somehow, unless Todd Wash is so mind-numbingly incapable of thought that, like, it's obvious we need to replace him. So I think that, I mean, he will be missed, but I don't think it's going to be mandatory. Like, everyone knows we're getting rid of him after this year, and it's, it's just kind of like, well, I hope we win the Super Bowl this year. And so long. But I think it's kind of sick that he has an armored truck. I'll mess that. I, I think he's, uh, he, he's 
overrated by everyone but us because I don't think I've heard anyone talk about him. Like I'm gonna keep special. I'm gonna keep harping on whatever idiot said that you know he's a more important piece of the defense <laughs> than Yannick and Kakoy is, but don't want to jump back into that. Um, well, if he were Aaron Donald and the we had Fowler still, you know, I could see that argument. But the defensive edges are usually more important than defensive tackles. This day and age, with a passing lead league, one hundred percent now. It's the way I it think, is. I think he gets some pass rush out of Darius. Not a lot, obviously. It's not going to rack up sacks like Malik or hopefully Taven this year. But I think he—he's. That's one of the things about him is that he is pretty decent. Uh, you can stick him there at three tech and not miss a whole lot. Why don't you pick somebody that isn't Fournette or Foles? Because everyone's heard those. Arguments. Oh shit! Well, ever you guys started going off the wall with them, so I was going to say Foles, but. I think everyone's heard that argument over yeah, and over heard again. It. We all agree. You're just preaching to the choir, and <laughs> most of the subreddit's just going to piss on you because you're not allowed to say anything bad about our Lord and Savior. <sighs> Although, um, I got to say, some of it's pretty... The stuff I've seen is pretty good. I'm I'm still very much in the middle with him, but yeah. So, uh, Lux, uh, before you say yours, is yours... Uh, is yours going to be spicy? Because I think you're acting like I even know who, what's going to come out okay. of my mouth here in okay. a second. Just pick a random name and go with it. Yeah, freaking Logan Cook. Um, no. Uh, uh what? You want to know if it's going to be spicy or not? It's probably not. I think the spiciest ones were just taken as far as Darius and Jack, but both, you know, both good candidates. I have well, a, I have a pretty I have a pretty spicy one that it, it's I, I didn't know how spicy you guys were going to be um, so I was going to try to hold out uh, and say well, the spicy one for last but interestingly enough in the Twitter thread everyone was saying Brandon Linder and I mean I don't I think he's perfectly adequately rated like he's oh yeah no one really you know looks at nobody like, says he's elite even if you are the type of nerd who like. Or actual guy who played offensive line who watches them and actually knows what the fuck's going on and how to evaluate them properly, then it's still a center. I mean, like it's kind of hard to. He doesn't allow sacks or, or very uh, much pressure. I, he, seems, he doesn't fuck up snapping the football, and he seems to block people pretty decently. So I will say, when Brandon Linder wasn't in the game, it was noticeable. So uh, to to that point alone, I. I wouldn't say that he's overrated. That's fair, yeah. But it was just interesting for us. I do think he's a cap casualty candidate yeah. next year. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Tyler Shatley at center next year, calling it now. Dude, Shatley didn't, for, for all the shit show that was last year, I didn't think Shatley was that no, bad. But again, no. it's, it's a no, center. Every time, Shatley's good for like two or three games, and then on like the third game, he will royally yeah. fuck us up. And I, 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 it's like a pattern. You yeah. just can't keep it together. I think if anyone's a cap casualty, it'd be Boye over him because we've seen when we had um, Prince of Mukamara, like even an average corner will do on the outside. Oh hell, yeah, I mean, well, not even just us. Look in Chicago right now; he's still on the outside. I'm pretty sure he's their oh, number yeah. two. With he's like, not he's not great, but he's holding it down. That's all you really need if you have yeah, a fucking legend at corner. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely awesome having like Boye when he's on, and you have those two lockdown yep. dudes. But like, you you can. Uh, look at the Seahawks. They had freaking random dude one and two. Look at the uh, 49ers now. Yeah, like you, you you had all these randos next to freaking uh, Richard Sherman. You don't need uh, two elite corners. But so I, what I you're mean, saying is your choice is Bouye then? 
No, because I don't think I think that he is appropriately uh, valued. I don't I don't hear people saying like he's gonna repeat as like being even. There, there are some people. I think one of the guys in the Locked on Jags podcast or another Jags podcast or another another Jags podcast hmm. says that they one think the Boye is think that Boye is better than Jalen. That's some slander I've heard from uh, other podcasters. But um, no, I think for the most part, people appropriately rate Boye. Uh, I don't know. The, see, you guys took the good ones. I think I would say maybe uh, – I think it's got to be Cam Robinson, to be honest. God like, just it. to start up a conversation. Oh, is that what you're going to say? Uh, this isn't – so – and you know what? Maybe this isn't even really overrating, but I think it's just something that's going to need to be in the back of Jaguars fans' heads. This all sort of starts out with, the with first of all, Nick Foles' expectations and coming from what he had in Philly to here – where in Philly he had great offensive line play across all five positions. But in Jacksonville, as excited as I am for Jawan Taylor and where we got him and how promising he apparently sounds as a player going forward, he's still a rookie. And whenever Cam Robinson comes back, he's still only going to have one year of experience, and he's coming off of apparently a devastating knee injury that he still hasn't recovered from. So I... It sucks because next year, no matter what happens, I think everyone kind of is thinking we're going to finally pick up some highly drafted or maybe even in free agency uh, good offensive weapons to put around Foles because the dudes this year are almost certainly not going to get it done. And whether I don't care where you stand on the Foles contract, but to give him or a rookie quarterback or anyone on this team a fair shot, you got to give them a chance with some weapons. The problem with all this is that if there, there's a huge possibility that Cam Robinson doesn't work out as a franchise left tackle here. And if he's not even adequate here and he comes back and he's not recovered from the injury or he gets hurt again, that becomes a huge gap on this team. So, and he wasn't that good when he, uh, when he was here, he was fine for a rookie, I thought, but now you have a lot of instability in his career and a lot of potential instability at the position. So, and where the fuck is he? Uh, he's still injured. Is he even in like Maryland right now? Ah, uh, no idea. I don't think he traveled with the team, but I didn't see anything about it. See, that's very concerning to me because I don't. I'm not here to see freaking Cedric Aboye or Leonard Webster watching Foles' blind side week one. Josh Wells, you mean, bro? Get it right. Well, I, it's freaking Ogobehi, and uh, I don't even know if it's been Josh Wells. Isn't Josh Wells Ogobehi's been getting first? Team reps, I believe. At, at, at left tackle or right tackle? So I know Jawan has taken over a little bit at right tackle, and this dude, Leonard Webster, is just getting cooked by our pass rushers, is taking some high snaps. It's it's a it's a concern. It's it's not my highest concern compared to shit like Ngakwe and Yannick, but it's up there. And after the season, Ngakwe and Yannick? This is They're, the same person. Dude, I'm, I'm on like my third high ally, and I have eaten... Like, dude, this guy is crushing Zimas right now. <laughs> yeah, dude. dude. Freaking white, so, white so many white summer, claws. <laughs> white, white claw summer. I just worked out, and I've eaten like some charcuterie today, and that's it. So, You know what I mean, though. I, I think I've made my point. Um, so, so I had, um, I had two people that, that I was, I was juggling back and forth, um, for, for two, for, uh, for two different reasons, uh, basically for two different kinds of fans. 
um, for like um, casual fans, like Facebook fans, and then for Reddit fans. Um, so gunny and then intellectuals. Woo lad. So um, uh, you guys mentioned my one pick um, uh, in uh, the pre- previous segment when, when Freer was talking, but AJ Bouye, um, casual fans, like if you go, if you go on a Facebook uh, thread, um, Facebook fans think AJ Bouye is the second best cornerback in the league. <laughs> they uh, I just, that's better than the first quarterback to be fair cornerback but i mean ahead. they I, I just there are so many casual fans who just think that uh jalen ramsey's number one and aj boy is number two like that's the fucking um yeah uh, half right that's on the, the depth chart there yeah. right but <laughs> yeah right right that's the power rankings of cornerbacks in this league uh to some people and AJ Bouye is not. I don't think he's nearly as good as Jalen Ramsey. Um, he's, he's in the second tier. I think but, he's easily replaceable as a number two corner. Well, it's he's not going to be on the team after this year. I think right. So. Right. We better hope so. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But but then I, I was also I, I was going to say um before before you said Cam I was actually going to say Cam Robinson um yeah. but uh basically because pe- people. Uh, uh, I didn't even want to say. I didn't even really want to say he's overrated because I think people have kind of cooled on the on him, basically off the fact that he's not even playing right now. But yeah, um, I, a lot of people still think he can come back and be a franchise uh, left tackle, and I don't think that's the case. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't really want to overrate. It's the wrong word. I, I rule it out. I think you just go like, no, there's no way he's going to come back. I think the quest. I think the question mark has just grown instead of shrinking. Which, if you're talking about a franchise left tackle, you don't want that to be a question mark at all. It's too important of a position. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, for for my answer, I'm going to go with AJ Bouye. Yeah. Um. So we, unless we, you guys are sick right now, I have a I have a a, a question to propose. Yeah, go for it. Um, remind oh, remind me to get a. Uh, uh, whatever it was that that Crom was gonna say earlier, um, I keep reminding myself about it so that I can remind him to say it before we before we get off. So, oh, it was just a uh, I had like a last final thing, just a bullshit around the league stuff. Um, was uh, the Zeke holdout and then the Melvin Gordon thing, just where we think they would go. But uh, one guy posted on Reddit. He says, uh, possibly unpopular opinion. Oh, Ezekiel Elliott oh, is one man. of the best halfbacks in a league. That, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Not right now, but ever. <laughs> oh. All right. <laughs> Chill the fuck out, dude. <laughs> At grabbing titties without freaking <laughs> without permission to do so, maybe. But. He, he had me in the first half. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was going to ask, so being that it's a hot topic with all of these uh, discussions about future cap space, um, I think we've we've talked at length about who is a potential cap casualty next year. Guys like you know obvious ones like Darius, maybe less obvious ones like Avery, you know Boye, Linder, Fournette if his guarantees are truly revoked. Um, who out of the guys that the team may potentially cut do you think you would miss the most? And only one person can say Calais. You're talking after this season. After this season, next off season, we're starting to co- season's over. We won the Super Bowl. 
we're starting to cut people to make room for signing uh, Jalen and Yannick to five-year mega deals. And Miles Jack, because he actually got a fumble and it wasn't rolled down, and he won the Super Bowl with that play. Um, are, are we uh, are, are we including Miles Jack in the in the signage? And the are we signing all three in your uh, scenario? Uh, no, my it's it's your scenario. So I mean, if you, if you want to say like you think he's a cap casualty, he's the one you'd miss the most. Like he's totally a legitimate one. Um, I I would say it easy answer. I'd say Miles Jack. Um, if. Uh, if there were if there were a scenario where Miles, uh, say Miles did get signed, if there were a separate scenario, um, oh, God damn it, stop posting that. Probably, uh, probably Marcel. Um, but I, I think easy answer is Miles Jack. I would think Miles Jack or Calais. Well, I was I was excluding uh, uh, Calais because you told me not to say Calais, but. Well, I said one person. Oh, okay. Too easy of an answer. Although I, I like to think there's a future where we keep Calais and he's the guy who who sticks around for a while, especially if he continues. I mean, if he has another ten sacks this year, can you really cut him if you don't have a replacement for a big defensive end? Josh Allen's not setting an edge anytime soon. So, Um, my answer is AJ Boye because I would really like us to never cut him, at least not right now. Because even though you just kind of talk about that overrated player, he is still, when he's on, he's a top 10 corner in the league. In a passing league right now, him next to Jalen just makes our defense so fucking good. Like, I'd prefer not to ever run into that situation where we're back to having Prince Amukamura opposite of Jalen. And I thought Prince was fine, man. That side just gets toasted. No, I don't think he really got toasted that much here, but I was drunk for most of those games, <laughs> as I have the game now. But um, yeah, I've got a UCF koozie on my highlight right now, so that you know, Boye would definitely suck to lose. Uh, I think just watching Boye, whenever you get a zoomed in look at him and you see the the physical level of work he puts in on checking guys at the line, and just he's almost as fun to watch work. As Jalen is for me, he's a really smart player. Like he's yeah. good. He's really good. He, but, he knows exactly how much like boom he can put on a receiver at the right, line before right. he starts to get flagged, or how physical he can be. He he is he plays on that line so damn well, and I it, I just really appreciate watching that level of physical play from a corner. So it's a little late, but I want to introduce a new uh, little topic here. Um, the uh, one of the. Ravens reporter guys posted a, a tweet thread about today's practice, which is August 6th. And uh, he said, I wish I had better report from Raven camp today. Sheesh. And then uh, top reply is like, well, I thought it was pretty good. And he said, the O-line was not great. Lamar was rushed and his throws were short. The D was bad. No pass rush. DBs constantly burned by no-name wideouts. Uh, fuck you, even if that's <laughs> true. Yeah, Fortnite people know who Chris Conley is. <laughs> Fournette had some big holes. Uh, he said Lamar was not one of his concerns, and neither were the skill players, just literally everybody else. You want to know something that confuses me? Last year, around this time, we got the, the whole typical training camp bullshit. Fournette's here. He's in better shape. He's playing at like 15 pounds less than he usually does. He's in great shape. But then no, it came out like later bigger. that he was a parent. But yeah, but then it came out later, and everybody was saying, like, well, he actually showed up really out of shape and he didn't know the playbook so i i don't know who to believe when people tell me this kind of stuff now 
Nobody, because it's all bullshit. I think they just retroactively change it so that it suits the narrative for the time. Like, when see, have I, you ever, when have you see, ever that, heard that, somebody, like, go back and say, well, he did have a great year this year. It's probably because he showed up a little bit thinner. Like, that, that's never happened. Nobody remembers it. Nobody cares. I mean, unless it was, like, Albert Ainsworth or something. <laughs> Then that would be able to, that would make sense. He's a kidney, life. y'all, so if anybody's got one. Oh, you know, shit. Yeah, he's around. dying, isn't he? That sucks. Poor guy. Did yeah. some sketchy shit, but, you know. I mean, he's a millionaire. He'll get moved up that list pretty quickly. Any good mod mail in the last half hour? Um, yes. That guy's still, that guy's still talking to Crom. I banned him, um, a couple days ago. Um, can you? prevent someone from sending you mod mail after you bend them? No, uh, thankfully. <laughs> I don't know what... Did, did Chroma, oh, Chromatus is muted. I wonder what this guy's oh, doing. Yeah, no, oh, I've, I've been cooking dinner. Oh, that's why we haven't heard of him. I've been replying to this idiot, so... Um, <laughs> yes. Yes. That's the answer, yes. Uh, no, um, you can you can mute somebody for 72 hours, which is dumb, but yeah, that's all you can do. But why would you when you have content that great? Oh, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm rolling with this dude for at least another three messages. <laughs> um, okay, well, we, we ran pretty long today, which is which is fine, because we had a lot of stuff to get caught up on. Um, a good podcast. It was a great podcast. Um, yeah. All right, you don't need to show me up like that. <laughs> Uh, we ran through an hour and a half, or in my timeline, four high lies. Wow! I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna crack another. Good job. Well, another, I guess I'm. I yin. guess I'm. I'm opening. Well, I'm opening my fourth one now, so I don't know if that counts. Oh yeah, dude, crushing Mike loss. Well, uh, at some point nice. this year, we'll have. Um, uh, we'll have to do one where we're all just fucking obliterated. That's bad. Um, we can do one before the freaking Charlotte game. That's what I was gonna, gonna say. Yeah, we'll do one. Um, we'll do one live. We'll just uh, hop in the back. Car. At least three yeah. of us, my, myself and Crom and Lox, we're going to be in uh, Charlotte uh, for the part of the uh, BCB uh, away trip. Um, so if you're going to be there, uh, let us know. Give us a shout. I think Lox is also going to be in Denver. Yep, watching a freaking recreation of the slaughter in London we did to Baltimore because uh, Joe Flacco is pretty ass. So, and Cincinnati, boys. Um, yeah. Cincinnati. If you're going to be around, um, you know, there uh, a few of us are going to be making our way around to some away games this year. So give us a shout. Um, otherwise, I don't think I have anything else uh, today. Um, I assume we'll be back next week. Uh, we actually have shit to talk about now that football's going again. So um, any parting words uh, from our guests today? Payonic. Nice. That's how we end it right there. Yeah, I guess so. No, nothing I else. Hey, Yannick. Um, all right. That's pretty much it. I will say uh, nothing recording, like, outside of recording here. Uh, I learned all the rules to cricket. Uh, well, not all the rules, but uh, there's a, it was a game that was on Steam, and it caught my attention. You guys ever, you guys understand the rules of cricket? Nope. No, but I saw like a horribly broken game that didn't get released because they never like bug checked it, and it was so bad. I don't even know what a catch is in football. You want me to explain cricket to you, dude? <laughs> you gotta understand crumpet. Understand cricket. Boom. Name that movie. 
People who eat crumpets. Nope. Ooh. Name that movie. I can't can't name it. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one, boys. Nice. Oh, shit. Right. So he's talking to Casey Jones, and Casey Jones is about to smack these two fools. Okay. Uh, uh, all right. Else? Well, so, yeah. um, cooking dinner. It's uh, it's a little bit late now. Um, and we've got about an hour and a half to content, and I'm gonna have to go through and edit out uh, a couple of parts. So yeah, um, everyone who listens to this will probably be listening on Wednesday, August seventh, because I'm not gonna edit this tonight. Um, I'm gonna hang out and go to sleep because I have to the work. The only people who listen to so. it are on the podcast right now, to be honest. Uh, yeah, right. I've <laughs> but I've accounted you can, for. You can take your time, my dude. I've accounted <laughs> for at least one of the four uh, plays that we've had in the last uh, several <laughs> months. So, but right. do it before Thursday because because uh, that's the preseason game, and then we'll have new shit to talk about after that. That's true. Um. All right. So I guess uh, other than you two fuckboys. <laughs> I guess if there's nothing else, um, I'll call it a night and just uh, thanks everyone for hanging out.